warning. This podcast contains graphic language. What's happening, Metal? Big shout out to all the subscribers out there and all the Metal listeners worldwide. You are right here, Kendall Rican Podcast. One of the hottest podcasts for Metal and Metal only. I'm right here in the Northwest. Podcasting it up all around the world, baby. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back. I hope you had a good, happy 4th of July. Welcome back to the podcast. This year has been fucking crazy, man. It's been bananas. Man, I had a suspicion what's going to happen. So the topic of the podcast today is Me Too on a porn industry. They're trying to take, all these women trying to take their porn industry down. And, you know, it is what it is. So we're going to start with the most infamous case with um, John Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, excuse me, Ron Jeremy. And you guys heard about it and stuff like that. But I want to play you a clip here and my thoughts, what's going on with Ron. Um, I don't think Ron did anything wrong. But, you know, when this Me Too era movement and these women want to get paid by any means necessary, they sign up for one thing, but they expect another thing. And you're going to see in the next segment what the hell I'm talking about. The sex, um, porn sex industry is going to hell in a handbasket. So let me play you this soundbite here uh, with Ron and then um, I'll do my input in here. One of the most recognizable names in the pornography industry was charged with multiple counts of rape on Tuesday. Prosecutors say adult film star Ron Jeremy was charged with raping three women and sexually assaulting a fourth between 2014 and 2019. Jeremy has appeared in more than 2,000 adult films since the 1970s. According to a statement from Los Angeles County District, Jeremy forcibly raped a 25-year-old woman at a home in West Hollywood in May 2014. In 2017, he sexually assaulted two women, and on separate occasions, he forcibly raped one at a West Hollywood bar. In a fourth incident, prosecutors say Jeremy raped a 30-year-old at the same bar in July 2019. Jeremy did not enter a plea when he made his first court appearance in Los Angeles Superior Court on Tuesday. Prosecutors recommended bail be set at $6.6 million and he will be formally arraigned on Thursday. If convicted of all the charges, Jeremy faces up to 90 years in prison. When Rolling Stone magazine reported allegations of sexual misconduct by Jeremy in 2017, he told the magazine he had, quote, never and would never rape anyone. A representative for Jeremy did not immediately respond to a request for comment. You know, this case doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. It really doesn't. Listen, Ron Jeremy, he's been in the game for a really long time. He's been over 2,000 films, movies. Uh, he goes in different expos, events. He has his own set of groups. He's an old guy, but he's a famous, the most famous porn star, you know. And he also converted, you know, to the regular scene. So, you know, this don't make any sense. The only sense it makes sense to me is they, they want money. His belt, it was for $8 million. $8 million. And the judge, it was a female, is a female judge. You know, so they're trying to break him down. You know, I don't know, is he going to get his money back and stuff like that? All I'm hoping that he get a fair trial because there's been so many cases with men being falsely accused of rape, you know, and they lose their career, they lose their job, they lose money, they never can go back and do the same thing. So this thing is getting way out of fucking control, gentlemen. Where's my button at? 
Where's my boo button? That's for the judges and prosecutors out there trying to throw the Hutch man out there on Jeremy. You know, Hedgehog. Sorry, Hedgehog. The Hedgehog. That's what they call him out there. Uh, trying to throw him under the bus and stuff like that. You know, um, it's getting really, really bizarre and weird. All right. When I saw this case last week, I said, here we go. Here we go. These women, they're going to start attacking the porn industry. And they even themselves work on the porn industry. They're going to destroy it. All right. These women have planned to destroy the fucking industry. I'm telling you right now, because in the next segment, you're going to hear a very bizarre case. I mean, it's like nowadays as a man or yeah, you don't, you can't trust them. You cannot trust them. It doesn't matter what kind of job, industry, relationship and stuff like that. They come out and bring this new allegations, uh, false um, sense of whatever goes to their mind now. You know, the Western women in today's society are becoming liabilities. That's what I'm trying to say. They have become a library for every aspect of any industry. Very, very um, dangerous time that we live at, especially for men. Men got to guard their own wallet. It doesn't matter if you're middle-class man, rich man, celebrity man. It's, it's being crazy. It's being crazy. It's just too much bullshit and nonsense that is happening out here, gentlemen. This is unbelievable. The porn industry is going down in a hell in a handbasket. I'm telling you this right now, gentlemen. I'm telling you this. Well, fellas, Metal, this is going to be my short segment, but I'll be right back with more insanity. See you in a bit, gentlemen. See you in a bit. I'll be right back. is advised go where no man has gone before one woman one man welcome back gentlemen welcome back this story is bizarre like 2020 2020 is going in hell in the hand basket when i saw ron jeremy going down the pipe i was like shit it's some serious shit i saw it coming i say this the porn industry is about to hit next and this is a very interesting case right here, which I don't understand how these um, so-called porn star, women porn star. Um, this is by the, this article is by the, the Daily Beast, right? And you know, a lot of these porn stars and porn companies, they are small moms and pops um, studios and stuff like that. So this is called, this guy called Ryan Madison, and he's a porn star. I don't watch too much porn and shit like that. I really don't. But for this particular article here, I have to dig in and some stuff. So um, this guy called Ryan Madison, um, the headline says, accused of sexual abuse by 10 women, 10 porn stars, actually. Um, and the title says, there was blood everywhere. So you have to understand when these women, they come out with this um, so-called sexual allegation, sexual abuse, or sexual whatever, um, they oversaggerate. And they have one thing in common what they do. And you know what's one thing in common what they do? They all share the shit on Twitter. They sure do. 
they put their business in Twitter, and then one woman experienced one thing, and then they go, oh, me too. And another experience that thing, and me too, and they go down on a trip. So these skinks, you know, they're porn star, they're bitches. I don't even know what they complain about. But I'm going to get my analysis on everything. So fuck these bitches. Let's give them a shotgun to the dome. And I fucking boo because they make me fucking sick, honestly. They make me sick, these skanks ass bitches. All they do is suck dick and get it on their ass and pussy, threesomes, orgies, and now all of a sudden they complain about sexual abuse. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. All they're trying to do to get paid, right? I'm about to get into the whole thing because it's so upsetting. Because they're trying to fuck with one industry that I thought, you know, you were safe from not, uh, all this nonsense. But obviously not. Obviously it's not going to be safe from this vermin, this scump of the earth. They, they, Anyways, they are filthy animals. That's what they are. You know, <clears throat> you know. Uh, let me get in a little bit of detail about this stuff, right? Between men and women in the porn industry. Men go way a lot harder than women. Women, they just lay there and take the cock. Right, men. I was watching this documentary about male porn stars for females, and um, they had to go to a lot of shit, man. They are, they always got a backup guy when they have a scene, and I'm talking about major production. And if the guy he comes too quick, right, he don't pop the shot at a certain time, he don't get paid. Women get paid way more than men. Uh, average women can pay. Six thousand, four thousand, and men get paid only what five hundred, six hundred, and not only that. If the men um cannot come a certain time, well, guess what? There's another replacement for the men, and all the men, the other men, have to come back to the scene and fuck the bitch, come on time, and the men previous don't get paid for it, but the one who finished the comp shot. Get paid for it. It's a dog eat, dog eat world out there in a porn entry for men. So it's kind of biased. Honestly, it's very biased against men. And men, if you think about it, they do all the job. But it is what it is. So let me play you this article here. Ryan Madison accused of sexual abuse by 10 porn women. There was blood everywhere, right? So I'm going to play you this article. You, you guys know me. The future between men and machines. So let me... um. Play the soundbite for you. This article, actually, let me play this article, and then um, I continue with my commentary. Ryan Madison accused of sexual abuse by ten women. There was blood everywhere. Warning: This article contains graphic descriptions of sexual assault. Oh, and the fifth of June, the porn actress Annabelle Red shared a warning to her seventy-nine thousand strong Twitter following. Do not watch my porn fidelity scene. That man violated my boundaries. She proceeded to accuse her scene partner, Ryan Madison, of finishing inside of her, a cream pea, in adult industry parlance. Without her consent and violently choking her until she couldn't breathe. Madison has considerable industry power. With his wife, he runs a successful XXX production company, Kelly Madison Productions, which includes the brands Porn Fidelity and Teen Fidelity, and also directs the lion's share of his scenes. But Red's message managed to permeate Porn's wall of silence, inspiring dozens of other performers to come forward with their own Madison horror stories. The Daily Beast interviewed 10 of these women, who accused the 43-year 
Old Madison of a range of violations, from coercion and brutal corporal abuse to sexual assault. I truly did feel like I was in a horror movie. Kinsley Carter was ecstatic when Ryan Madison came calling last year. I was really excited when they reached out on Twitter, because Porn Fidelity was one of the top companies on Pornhub, and I really needed the exposure at the time, she recalls. Carter, who was 21 and had only been acting in adult movies for a year, had no idea how far away the shooting location was until she ordered her lift. Like many of the women who went on the record for this article, she describes taking a rideshare nearly two hours from Los Angeles to the Madison Mansion in Corona, California. Things got even murkier when she arrived, she says. There was absolutely no clarification with whether I'd be okay with things like choking or rough sex. There's usually some type of communication before, but there was absolutely none at all, she says. They began with a blowjob scene and he was rough, so rough that my whole salad came up, she remembers. I was sitting there covered in puke, so he rushed to the shower, turned it on, and I was in there for 10 minutes just crying because I couldn't believe what was happening. I thought, wow, I woke up excited as hell to be here and now I'm stuck with this man alone in the middle of nowhere, I truly did feel like I was in a horror movie, then came the sex portion, which was even rougher. Carter says she sensed that something wasn't right, as if her body was being torn to pieces. Then, he asked are you ready for me to come in you she was confused, there's typically at least some discussion before a cum shot sequence, she reluctantly said yes, she says. Because she didn't want to break character, and didn't think he'd actually follow through with it, and he came inside of her, twice. I was disgusted, she remembers. And when I got up from the bed, I could barely walk. I just cried in the lift all the way home. Then, I went to the bathroom when I got home and realized that there was blood everywhere on the toilet seat. He had ripped me apart. I was bleeding for the next two days, and it was difficult to pee or sit down. He definitely has to be my worst experience in porn. Carter says she felt she couldn't speak up then because she was new and not established in the industry. At the end of the day, no one else was on my side or knew what went on except for me and him. The main reason I'm speaking out now is because I didn't have any warning, and I want to warn other girls about him, she says. Like Carter, Lexi Law was young, only 19, and new to porn. Having been in the biz less than three months when she booked a scene with Madison, the scene was rough, more agonizing than any she'd experienced before, but it's what followed that really traumatized her, she says. After the scene, he asked me if I wanted to have sex with him. I told him, no. My Uber is six minutes away, Madison wouldn't listen, she says. He grabbed me, took me to his couch, and had sex with me, Law says she froze in terror. I was afraid to tell him no because if I said no, I was afraid he'd just keep going, and it would make the situation a lot worse. I had already said no once and he didn't listen. I didn't want to have sex with the guy. Most guys take no as no, usually. Ryan Madison is so well known as a rapist in the industry. But there are still agents who want to make money by sending girls to Ryan Madison's house without warning them that they're sending them to a rapist's house. Law says her experience with Madison has, like many in the industry, haunted her. She wonders why, given his reputation as a predator, agents kept sending their young, vulnerable female clients into harm's way. Ryan Madison is so well known as a rapist in the industry, she says.
but there are still agents who want to make money by sending girls to Ryan Madison's house without warning them that they're sending them to a rapist's house. It needs to stop. Agents need to band together and agree to not send girls to him. This is something that we need to collectively stand against. Just to get your F king cut, Jane Wilde was also 19 and brand new to the industry when she shot with Madison in March 2018, having only acted in adult films for a month. She describes arriving at a house filled with women, including Madison's wife and business partner, Kelly, a 52-year-old adult industry vet. Immediately I was greeted by the woman preparing the paperwork, a PA who was a woman, the makeup artist was a woman, they had a hairstylist who was a woman, and his wife greeted me, Wild recalls. They had all women on set, so I felt empowered. It really made me put my guard down. Then I left the house of women. And that's when it started to get very predatory, many of the women the Daily Beast spoke to accuse Madison of introducing the young female talent to his wife, who also occasionally does hair and makeup and or handles their paperwork. To create a false sense of security that immediately evaporates when they're transported to his home, five minutes down the road, where he shoots his scenes, the Madisons did not respond to multiple emails, phone calls, and DMs requesting comment for this report. It's a strange dynamic when a guy is trying to hurt women and is using his wife to make him seem more trustworthy, says Wilde, during the scene, which he also directed. She says he choked her aggressively with his penis until she couldn't breathe, even though she was given no heads up that it would be a rough scene. Like many of the other women who have come forward against Madison, she also accuses him of pressuring her into doing a cream pee, which she says was sprung on her in the middle of the scene so that she couldn't say no or else risk not getting paid. I said okay to so many things I wasn't okay with because I wanted it all to be over, she remembers. I thought. I'll get paid and it will make this experience be worth it in some way, even though it's awful, if I don't get paid for what I've already went through, I'd be so devastated, she adds. He didn't even have the decency to give me the opportunity to consent. He just took it. He basically said, you're my property now because I'm paying you to do this, so I can just use your body however I want to get off. That is what made me feel violated the most, afterward. Wilde sprinted to the bathroom and burst into tears. I had been holding in my tears from the very beginning, and I didn't break in order to finish the scene, she says. I finished the scene, called my agent, and he said, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm going to need to have a talk with him because he's done this to other girls, and it's not okay and I thought, why did you send me here if you knew he'd done this to other girls I'm still shocked about that to this day. Wilde's agent at the time was John O'Byrne from East Coast Talent, the same man who, two years later, sent his clients Annabelle Red and Lulu Chu to Madison. O'Byrne did not respond to multiple requests for comment. He doesn't care. Ryan Madison is an evil, piece of shit rapist. But John O'Byrne from East Coast Talent is just as complicit in the rape of so many girls, says Wilde. You're sending your girls to do scenes with a rapist just to get your fucking cut? Apparently, Madison's behavior is well known among porn's agents. We haven't sent girls to him for about two and a half years, one of the adult industry's top agents told the Daily Beast. The girls can feel very isolated out there, way the hell out in the middle of nowhere, and he got increasingly rougher and increasingly intoxicated. That was a big problem. He offered one of our girls, who was not 21 yet, 
alcohol and drugs, and told her not to tell me. The thing is, everybody knows it. I've mentioned it to other agents before. But some are still willing to take the risk. There was blood everywhere. Monica Sage was 19 and green when she shot with Madison two years back. After the long ride out to the Madison's home, she was introduced to wife Kelly, who interviewed her for their website, as well as the makeup artist. She says the pre-sex portion, including shooting pretty girls, or the promotional photos used to market the scene, was fun, but that Madison's entire demeanor changed once they were alone. He just went from looking at me as this beautiful woman to looking at me as if I was prey. It was very disturbing, she says, it was an anal scene, and Sage politely told him to go slow and be careful when they began so that she could warm up, he didn't. He shoved himself inside my ass immediately and ripped me open. Within seconds there was blood everywhere, you can see the blood in the scene, she says, the blood is indeed visible in this scene, it was all over my thighs, all over his dick. He didn't stop. He proceeded to fuck me even harder, and I just remembered being so scared and so uncomfortable, and in so much pain. But again the only thing that ran through my head was that he was either going to hurt me if I tried to walk off set or that I was going to be blacklisted, or that I wasn't going to be paid. I was also in shock, when Sage excused herself to go to the bathroom to cry, she returned to tell him she was extremely sore and to be more gentle, she says. He didn't listen, and proceeded to violate her for another 45 minutes straight. No one deserves to be exposed to the abuse I and many other women have had to endure from Ryan Madison, she says. I had an anal injury for weeks afterwards, Amber Addis says she suffered a similar fate. She was 19 and on her third shoot. After being plied with weed and alcohol, she says she was introduced to Kelly Madison, who chatted her up while doing her hair and makeup. She spoke to me about how much she enjoyed running a porn company that was started by women so people feel more comfortable on set, says Addis. It's almost like you're being groomed to get your guard down, because as soon as her husband arrives, she just disappears. And then it's just the two of you, this is a pattern. He's a serial abuser. And I think what pushed a lot of girls to come out is how similar our experiences were. The abuse began almost immediately. He started pulling and dragging me across the room by my hair, she says. We didn't cut at all, he didn't let me cut, and there was one position where I was laying on my back. He was choking me, and the choking lasted for a really long time. I could feel myself start to fade out, and so I started squeezing his arm to let him know that I was going to pass out, and I kept squeezing and squeezing for what seemed like an eternity, and then he finally let up. It was so painful. Because this was an hour and a half of rough sex without any lubrication whatsoever, and he didn't stop. At the end, he dragged me onto the bed, and I was shrieking and screaming from pain, she continues. I had tears in my eyes, and was desperately trying to hold them back on camera to not make it look bad. As soon as the scene finished, she bolted out of the room into the bathroom, locked myself in there, and I was bleeding really badly. There was a terror inside of me that I could feel. I bled for two days straight afterwards and didn't leave my bed. This is a pattern, she concludes. He's a serial abuser. And I think what pushed a lot of girls to come out is how similar our experiences were. And then he's putting on a turban. Arabelle Raphael's Ryan Madison's story stands out for a few reasons. First, she was 27, so a bit older than his usual targets. 
but she was still by no means considered a mainstream performer. And it involves a wildly racist scenario between the white Madison and Iranian-American Raphael, I'm not white, and I was put in a non-consensual race scene. They said it was a stoner movie, and I got out there and he said, hey, you're in a belly dancing outfit, she recalls. And then he's putting on a turban and black coal around his eyes, and was talking about how we should have AK-47s to make it more authentic looking. Basically just saying fucked up shit about my ethnicity right in front of me, Madison offered her a shot on five occasions, and she kept saying no, she says. This dude was trying to get me wasted, she says. Then we're at the end of the scene, and he's like, I'm gonna come inside you, and I'm like, no. You don't pull that in the middle of a scene, on camera. This is something you discussed before, so I'm trying to say no, he's pressuring me, and I'm not feeling comfortable because I'm on camera and he's pressuring me, and he comes inside me, after I've said no multiple times. It took Raphael a long time to realize, oh, I said no multiple times and this person came inside me anyway, ignoring me, the majority of the women I spoke to described being offered drugs or alcohol prior to shooting. Including Alex Harper and Bella Roland, the latter also alleging Madison pretended to be recording their scene in order to have sex with her without the cameras rolling, or pressured, coerced, or forced by Madison into a cream pee. Like Gracie May Green and Chloe Capri, it became very apparent that he was going to come in me, whether I wanted him to or not, says Capri, who was 19 when she shot with Madison in 2017. It's his thing. I know at least 10 girls where the same things happen to them but they don't feel comfortable speaking out until they're better established in the industry, according to Capri, the production stoppage due to COVID. 19 has inspired many women in adult films, no longer beholden to the trappings of the industry, to speak out. It was an overall environment where girls didn't want to lose work, but now that we're in a production hold, it was a nothing to lose situation, she says. So there's been a great show of solidarity among performers because we're not afraid about losing work, she pauses. But as much as I'm so glad things are finally being done, I do worry about the environment performers are going to be put in when work resumes and people are going to be afraid of losing work over standing up and believing other women in the industry. Well, there you have it, fellas. It's a really lengthy article. But let's go digest this shit, right? <clears throat> the company that he runs, right, is sort of like a next step to the big stars. And his target demographics is between... 19 and 25 right so the article the way i see it they trying to put this man and his wife like the emstein sort of like an emstein type of thing where you know emstein was targeting young women and shit like that but this is adult young women they know what the fuck they doing so they want to step up to the plate and be the next porn star but they're not ready they're not ready because uh he has a big cock so when he goes out there and he ripped their asses open, they wasn't ready for that, right? And when he goes out there and just come inside of them, well, they're not ready for that. This is the porn industry. There's drugs. There's sex. There's orgies. It's the, you know, the it's a porn. It's a fucking porn. It's been going on like this for many, many years. See, the problem is what well, these bitches coming out right now. Is because due to the coronavirus, 
there's not shooting. There's no shooting any shots, any videos, anything like that. So the industry is suffering right now. So since this man and his wife has a small company of porn, well, guess what? They're going to try to claim that it's sexual abuse and all this bullshit like they always do and trying to get a few bucks out of nothing. You got to understand, this is the porn business. That's This has been going on for many years. These skanks out there, they, they got to realize what they're walking themselves in, into. They're not walking themselves into Disneyland. It's a porn studio, and you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah, and they got contracts and shit like that. They have to obey and stuff like that. But let me give you a sample. I'm going to give you a sample right here because I was so fascinated by this article. Because sometimes you can fool people sometimes, but you can fool all people all the time. And, well, I try to do my little research. No, not try. I did my research. So the first so-called victim, and I'm trying to look her up here, um, Annabelle Red. And then she said that she's the one that violated my boundaries by coming inside of her, right? That's what she claimed. And all these all these victims, so-called victims, right? They're always sharing a story on Twitter. And then this um, dailybeast.com picked it up and interviewed them. But they all had something in common that either he ripped their asses open or gagged their mouth with their cock, with his dick, or came inside of them. So I decided on my own, I was like, well, let me check out this Annabelle read because there's 10 of them and I wasn't going to go spend all goddamn time, you know, um, researching stuff for just for a podcast or a video, but I was curious. And then the, the scene when she says, um, let me look it up here where she says that, um, she mentioned right here in an article that, uh, that is violated my boundaries. Let me see. I'm digressing here. Well, it was a scene, a video they put out there, they, they were both together. So I did a Google research between Annabelle Red and Ryan Madison. And that was the only video that showed up there that he has, or the company has. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one that she claimed that he forced himself to come inside of her. Well, the whole scene is an hour long, right? But I, I moved it to the last five minutes. And what I did, um, I turned up the volume on the phone and put it in my ear. Because if you put, put stuff really close to your ear, you can actually hear what they're talking about. And he told her, it's like, um, I want to come inside of you. Can I come inside of you? And she said, yes, you can come inside of me. I am on birth control. So he's fucking her. He's fucking her. And he fucked her for a few more minutes. And he busted the biggest cum load inside that pussy. Yes, and she squeezed it, come out of her pussy. True shit, true shit. And now she was the first one who come out there and say that he violated my, um, my, he violated my boundaries, so-called boundaries. But she's the one who said yes. So in these cases, you cannot believe it. What these women are saying? These women know what the fuck they walking into. They know these contracts, this agency, there's all kinds of stuff. Yes, this guy like young chicks. He does. He, uh, I was doing a little research and stuff like that. He likes them really young because on one of his um, his his website and stuff is mostly like teens, 19, 20, 21. 
but as a 20, you know, it's 21 on old chicks, they look pretty young, and he make them look like teens and stuff like that. So he sort of like a fetish that he like young chicks, and he's 43 years old. But hey, 18 and over, 18 and over, the rules apply to so 18 and over. And if this skanks out there, they think they's gonna, they in their mind they think they use gonna be the next super porn star, but they also need the money. They want the money. Pretty much porn stars are paying hoes or whores or sluts. That's what they are. You see the porn, they devious subhuman vermin. They take two cock, three cock, five cock. They don't care, they eat pussy. They don't care. Women in the porn industry, they don't care. All they care is making this fucking money. Since this money's running out, since the porn industry is getting closed because of the coronavirus, now all of a sudden they crying about um, sexual abuse, he ripped my ass open, and now I'm bleeding, oh yeah, uh, he gagged me with his cock, and I have to throw up, and shit like that, you know, it's bullshit, these bitches love that shit, that's what they there for, this is not uh, a PG movie, this is not, you know, Disney, this is a triple X hardcore shit, if you haven't gotten spares, man, you better learn some spares and write that fucking cock and put it everywhere. Don't go out there after you get paid, because they get paid, and the ass and pussy get ripped open. You're going to cry and say that he's fucking um, um, sexual abuse. Bullshit. It's bullshit. We all know that. These skanks. It's all about the money. That's all they want. Let's give it a boo for these fucking ass bitches. They make me fucking sick. They're trying to take the fucking pornography industry down because they they feel like it. Just as, just like that. Oh, yeah. I got fucked. I got ripped. I want to sue. Oh, and that's how they start. They start with 10 and out of... If you do a deep investigation, maybe one. Maybe one. But now this is the porn industry, so I really doubt if none of these bitches going to come out and, and, and... Well, I doubt... I take that back. It's so surprising because it's 2020. They probably believe all, to it, all 10 of them. They probably believe all these 10 fucking sluts. These cock-riding bitches. Yeah, they probably believe it. Like, oh, yeah, he did this. He raped me, whatever. Right in the camera. You know, I was a willing participant. I got a dick in my mouth. Right? He raped me. Oh, I got a dick in my ass. I'm right in the cock. Right? In my ass. And, yeah, he raped me. I believe anything nowadays, gentlemen. I do believe. It's insanity. What is happening? But this is the Me Too sex industry that's happening right now. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse. If they don't start opening up those porn studios and these bitches start writing that dick and cock, there's going to be more lawsuit and more lawsuit because all they care about is money. These bitches, they don't care about nothing else. All they care is about their fucking money. Yes, just join me. Fucking skank ass bitches. Well, for all these bitches, let's give a shotgun to the dumb for goodness sake. Let's make it a double. Hopefully they go to heaven. Well, gentlemen, this is my podcast for today. Listen, you can check me out at Metara TV. You can check me out on YouTube. Any topic that you like to discuss right here in the podcast, write me an email. KenDelRican76 at gmail.com. KenDelRican76 at gmail.com. 
Well, gentlemen, like I always say, peace. Stay mental. I definitely catch the next podcast or video. <laughs> <laughs>